Hello! Howdy, hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Harley and Josh Show, your new music podcast by musicians. Indeed. How are you doing today, Josh? I am doing today, Harley. Yes. I am doing it right now. You are doing today. Live on the radio. I've never seen someone do today live. Well, get your mind blown by Not me. Not well. This week we have music from Reno and Rome. What, what? Peter Hepworth and Newtown Kings. Uh, they got new stuff out? Uh, no, but... Uh, they got stuff... There's stuff happening. There's stuff from last year. I was talking about them just last night. Oh, well, uh, you... Well, yeah. we're also going to be talking about Spotify, uh, deciding it's not going to be a distributor after all. We've talked about this news before, but this is their new news. New news. And also... New, we, no, new, new news. I knew knows. Um, and also, we've got over 250 music companies have pledged to achieve a 50-50 gender split in their businesses by 2022. Great. That's good, isn't it? Uh, so more news on that later. News, news. Uh, plus, we discuss what we feel. Is exposure a good currency? Decent or indecent? Mm. <laughs> but, you know, I, we'll talk about that and, and, you know, all these different things that musicians get annoyed about uh, a bit later on. But... Harley, what? Um. What's going on? Your life last week. Oh, good save, good save. <laughs> Couldn't find the right one. So, yeah, wow, it's been a, it's been a mad week. Oh. Um, I uh, well, it's two weeks really. It has been two weeks because we. I'm I didn't really do a Stoonbury. Well, should we talk about a little? I'll, I'll, I'll brush over what we did last week. Go on. So I went down to London. Aye. With the Charter Tab boys. And we have... I literally just got a text from Pat Gruber. Stop texting me when you have gigs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, so, yeah, we went down to London to Kew. Right next to Kew Gardens. Right. Right next to it. Uh, for our first agency gig. So we talked about our agency, Tailored Entertainment. Um, they are... I've been we've been working with them since the beginning of the year, but this is the first of the, our dates to come in. Ooh. We're really excited. They've got low um really kind of useful uh in terms of sending us the itinerary. Oh, hit the microphone. So, so passionate. We got straight to the venue. Loves I say we got, itineraries. Oh, I love them. It took us four hours to get there. It was so hot. <laughs> oh. It was thirty six degrees and oh. our and the oh. aircon doesn't work in the van. What in your VW? Yeah. No. Does it just need recharging or something? Uh, it needs a new part. I went to, I went to get it filled up and he was like, oh, I need a part. I'm like, ah, can you get it done by the weekend? He was like, no. I'm like, okay. So uh, we had Nick Keeble on guitar. Yay. He got heat stroke. Really? <laughs> he, it was so hot. Yeah. The second set, he was just, I mean, playing all the right notes, but just like gazing into space. You know how Bless animated him. and performing yeah. he is? And it's, it's, it's probably the most still I've ever seen him. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, we Good finished Lord. the set. He went and uh, sat, laid down in the back of the van and was there for the next two hours whilst we uh, closed off the DJ set. Bless him. Um, so, yeah, poor guy. But uh, Keep hydrated on stage, guys. Make sure you do keep that. Keep hydrated all the time. Oh, yeah, I think most of the damage was probably done on the way to the gig mm. because it was so ridiculously hot. We were in stop-start traffic through London on the North Circular. Uh, but the gig was amazing. It was in someone's back garden. Amazing. It was, a, it was their birthday party. Um, we played to not a great deal of people, but nice. And, it was a nice kind of quiet gig. Right. Really well. Uh, people there were just really nice. It was just great fun. It was really good fun. What um, kind of party was it? Uh, so, so it was just a garden birthday party. Birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. So, yeah, so um, a lot of the time people uh, seem to think of bands for corporate events or weddings. Yeah. But, you know, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, I've done funerals. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, music's good for any old occasion, isn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I started the following week uh, with Quatreus. Uh We Quatreus, went Quatreus. to uh, London. We went to Tower Bridge Hotel. Really nice oh, hotel. Oh, I've been there. And you look over the ho- yeah. over the Tower Bridge. I've, it was I've, amazing. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Um, really, really posh hotel. So that was kind of nice to be there for a couple of days. Um, and uh, did, did some more AV work uh, a little bit closer home at Dashwell Park as well. Oh, cool. Uh, which I'm looking forward to. I'm going back there tomorrow. And we're actually doing sound for a band. Oh, cool! In, in the exhibition room where where they do their conferences. We're we're do you know hosting what band it is? not a clue, uh, but I'm really looking forward to uh, being able to watch some live music on the job. What if they turn out to be doing pop covers but reggae? <sighs> uh, 
Oh, uh, that's all right. I've got, oh. what, what if it turns out to be uh, Proud Mary, but reggae? Oh, <laughs> it's Harley's like two least favorite things. Really, musically. I, I feel physically unwell. <laughs> About Mustang Sally, but reggae. I mean, I don't mind Mustang Sally oh, as a song. Okay, yeah. It's better than Proud Mary. Oh, okay. But yeah, not reggae. Sex on fire, but reggae. That'd be me done. <laughs> Out. I'd walk. I'd leave. Reggae on fire. Mr. <laughs> Brightside, but reggae. Oh. <laughs> all of these things I've seen bands do. <laughs> Tropes. Some of these things I've been Welcome in bands that have done that. Our section that we wanted to do ages ago, Harley's pub band tropes. Oh, <laughs> I've got so many. <laughs> Go on, just give, so give me one. Many. Give me one. Um, Go on. Crowd participation within the first song. <laughs> Oh, what's the point? Yeah, uh, who are you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's good. That's a good one for this week. Yeah, the, cool. avoid it. That's yeah. Avoid there we it. go. We'll, we'll bring this up next yeah, time. I'm gonna bring this up every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's forward fast to this week. <laughs> I wish you could have seen the face he just did. That's great. Panic. Oh, fast. Uh, panic as I was talking. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, we had another one of our tailored events. They're coming in thick and fast this this year. Mm. Um. And we were at Helmingham Hall. Have you ever been to Helmingham Hall or done an event no, there? I've heard of it. It's um, it's a really nice place. It's, um They do all sorts of stuff, mostly all outdoor events because uh, they've got the hall, which is actually still a private residence. Uh, uh-huh. There's still, uh, people living there, which is amazing. Wait, where is this? So it's on the way to Stowmarket. If you go out of Westerfield, okay. over the train tracks, and then just kind of keep going. And um, I always re- always reminds me of that pike park because i was cycling home from a, mm. a farm i used to work on around mm. that area and a pheasant jump out jumped out from behind a tree and hit me in the face and knocked me off my bike oh my goodness yep poor people why would they do that <laughs> just i don't want to live oh sorry you said pheasant <laughs> i said pheasant oh, oh yeah Damn yeah pheasants. um uh, yeah no i'm thinking of priory hall which is in like hadley way which is okay. the same thing very very nice place interesting you say that i did start there. driving towards hintlesham hall oh. <laughs> and toby was like where you go and i'm like Hamilton Hall is like, no, that's, that's Hintersham Hall. That's why it's great around. to have the band in the van with you. That's that's the main reason why you have a band van. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because the amount of times that I've just sort of like been driving people going, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I meant to take this way. I meant to take this route. Scenic route, isn't it? Scenic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's fine. This is an industrial estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty industrial estate, though. Yeah, it is. Oh, look at that square building. Mm, Yum. Love it. Yeah, modernist. So, yeah, that was a really nice, nice gig. Um... Elliot wasn't able to do it. He uh, his uh, his voice lost his voice. Oh boy. He'll be fine. Um, he's done it right because uh, well, it wasn't laryngitis, but something sim- that has the same okay. symptoms. Um, they said just rest your voice for about a week. Mm. You'll be absolutely fine. Mm. He's gone. Okay, I'm going to go to Last Love Supreme Festival instead. <laughs> so he last minute booked some tickets, went oh down to Brighton, God. and had a weekend away. So uh, I wonder who was playing. Uh, Snarky Puppy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they were headlining. Uh, loads went, of really good acts. I went with my mum years back. We saw nice. De La Soul, Gregory Porter, and Soul to Soul. So, nice. And Imelda May. Sweet. Nice little spot the, spot the odd one out, but she was really good. Yeah, yeah great, great stuff. Festival. Great show, yeah. Speaking of great music festivals. Yeah. Oh, that was the next day. Mm. Yeah. I would say just going back to the Saturday, we uh, we had Connor Adams covering for us. Yeah. He did an acoustic set before we played as well. Him He's and dropped the Ryan. Yes, I think. No longer Con- Conor Ryan Adams. I think it's probably because reason. I just stumbled. Just think, I went Conor. So I maybe that's why. Maybe you didn't want to be uh, associated with Ryan Adams. <gasps> oh yeah. Thing, so you can listen back to our. Podcast Although he did, for that. I was discussing this. He dropped it before the allegations. Oh, that's good. So, <laughs> that's good. Uh, you know, he he he, he dropped it, he, but the people he got who the were drop on allegations that. won't. But very yeah. good. But you know, the other people won't be dropping the allegations. But he did really well singing with us. Um, really good performer, really good crowd control. Like I say, he did an acoustic set with Oscar, which was... Uh, they had a little bit of rehearsal beforehand, mm. um, but it was uh, largely improvised. Oscar was on electric guitar, just playing love, like over the top, and he just... It was amazing. It was so mm. good. I wish we could have just recorded some of it because it was really well done. Um, then we went to the full set. We did two hour sets. I had people dancing all night through. It was lolly. Oh, lolly, lolly, lolly. It was just lolly. What was the, what was the occasion for that one again? Uh, that was a wedding. A wedding. Jamie and Fran, if you're oh, listening, oh, Jamie and congratulations. Fran. Um, 
it was just yeah, really good fun. Uh, we were there up until that, one a.m. Two names that could be either gender. I mean, well, yeah. actually, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Jamie and Frank. My sister's called Frank. Jamie and Frankie. Yeah. 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 It's good that. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, because you could be other way. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only one who calls her Frank. She hates it. Oh, of course. So yeah, uh, Frankie, my my lady, she she only ever calls herself Frank when she's annoyed at herself. Uh, so, Come on, Frank. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah, cool. It's good. Yeah. I I daren't. Uh yeah. Well, let's get to Sunday. Ooh, There's so Sunday, much to talk about. Sunday. Well, I I'm, I will point out you can mostly talk about your Ipswich Music Day experience because mine was vastly shortened because I've been quite unwell with a gammy knee. It's staring me in the face yeah, right now. Yeah, it looks like it's breathing. Oh um, my goodness, I've, it's moving. I've managed to get a slight uh, infection from a, a, a graze on my knee that I, caught, I got earlier last week. From? Climbing. Wait, wait, wait. No, sorry, that's, 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 that's Murray's thing. thing right? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Rod Climbing hit my knee. Uh, I thought I cleaned it up all right. Apparently yeah. not. And uh, when I was at Adastral on Friday, it kind of stopped working. <sighs> and then I woke up on the Saturday and went, oh, this really hurts. Let's oh, go to hospital. What did you use to clean it? Um, like one of those steri thingies, oh, sterilizing should've wipes. Yeah. Should have done it, but maybe I just need to be a bit more manly and like scrub it. Scrub it hard. Um, <laughs> but then when I went to the hospital, the nurse did that for me, which was better well fun wasn't ideal but yeah um yeah. it's the swollen swollen i'm not limping anymore i was limping a lot yesterday weren't i yeah it was quite funny yeah i mean you needed daniel lee harvey's cane yeah i, I could have done with that um yeah. and the hat as well but he's a classy boy he isn't he? does a classy boy isn't he? yeah so um that was kind of halted my day on the sunday because i still had to go to the doctors and get my uh, prescription so meant I didn't get to uh, Ipswich Music Day until like three in the afternoon mm-hmm. I missed most of it I was really annoyed I missed East Down Pirates I missed Connor Adams set who was filling in for Chart Chart Attack, Attack yeah. apologise to anyone who came to see our show and we weren't there I'd written a post to say that we wouldn't be playing and mm. uh it disappeared. It didn't didn't upload. Oh man! Uh, I don't know if your uh, if you if your Facebook app has ever done that before. No. Um, I've had problems with that in the past, not for a long time. But um, the Facebook Pages app is just dog. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's ropey at best. Yes, um, I despise it. But it allows you to do things that the standard Facebook app doesn't let you do. It doesn't. It's just harder to do it on yeah, the Facebook it's app. Hard, yeah, exactly. They've made it harder to do it on the Facebook app. But you get, mm. but yeah, no, it, I've had problems with it before, so I I feel your pains. Yeah. And I was a bit gutted because I saw you in the in the program. I was like, oh hello, and then I went over there, and then it was. But you know, Connor Adams did a good set. Yeah, good, I mean, good, um, good. Who's in his band? Because I know Toby's in there. So it's it's Connor, Toby, Nick Keyboard on guitar. Was oh, he? Put- I don't think it was Nick. Okay, I don't know who may have been playing guitar, and then there was Alex Lenton on bass. Oh yes, of course, he is a great bass player. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I just I don't think I recognised the guitarist, but okay. maybe I might have been too far away, and I didn't have my glasses. So fair enough. Well, mm. I will find out who was on guitar for that one. Mm. I assumed it was Nick, but maybe he was not available. But how was the rest of your day? Because you yeah. had well, you saw some music, and you yeah. also went to. Your own gig. Yes, uh, we uh, played with Class Act. It was our debut gig under that name, uh, mm. which is myself, Rob Lewis, Rainer Van Dell, Bronwyn Cooper, and we had on guitar Tom Guitarthy. Um, it was Andy Bartlett. Andy's away. Uh, he hopefully oh. is away for quite a while, so he's going to be touring the world on a cruise ship playing in... Amazing. Um, playing in a function band, doing all of that kind of party crew stuff. Cool. So we've got Tom stepping in and we're playing. I've got three gigs with Tom in as many weeks oh, now. Oh, brilliant. So he played with us yesterday and he's playing with Mementos next weekend oh, and then well. he's joining for Chart Attack the following weekend. Three completely different sets. But all gigs that Andy was on. And he's on your t-shirt as well. <laughs> and he's currently on my t- I nearly wore it yesterday but I thought oh, that's a bit too weird. Oh, I don't know. I, you know maybe I should Yeah, <laughs> nah. on stage with him. He's like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, dream. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were three toms on stage because Rainer had two with him. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, look, that was very good. Uh, all right, right. Harley, I, I, think you, I think you deserve a jingle, mate. I think you deserve a wee little jingle. I'll tell you what. No, I'm making one up on the spot. Harley, Harley, you were great. Harley, Harley, do it again. 
Bing. Right, okay. So let's play some music. Um, we're going to play some music by the guy that we just mentioned, Mr. Oh, yeah. Nick Keeble. Oh, yes. Uh, from Reno and Rome. They are doing a video shoot for this song this week. Um, quick shout out for it before we play it. Let's get the curve bar on the 11th of July at from 2 o'clock till 10 o'clock. So if you turn up between those times, you'll be in the video. So it's supposed to be a big party atmosphere. So the car, a curve bar in Ipswich, you can be here for the video for Reno and Rome's Something Special. Let's rock it. That was Something Special. It sure was. Beefy, mate. By Reno and Rome's. A nice departure there. Yeah. Heavier than usual. Yeah, but still really nice and poppy. Absolutely. And we're saying really nice vocal tone as well. So, all right, Harley, get your klaxon out. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, I mean, I said get it out. Don't get it. Don't start it. <laughs> so, uh, Harley, I was in Glastonbury the other week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yes. actually load that in? <laughs> no, I just saw it. As soon as he said it, I caught, I'd call it in the corner of my eye. <laughs> Sorry, as you were saying. Uh, no. <laughs> I can see what your figure is. So yeah, it was great. We got to see a lot of a lot of acts. We played four gigs over the weekend. I had Rainer, Murray, and Ben Gobel with me, as well as my lovely lady Frankie selling merch. Speaking of which, Harley, you've given me a t-shirt live on air, so it's time for me to do the same for Mate. you. Here we have. You have your own JS and the Lockerbillies t-shirt. Oh, thank you very much, Look at that, man. Mate. Five of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so these were printed especially for, for you. Uh, uh, oh no, no, for Glastonbury, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was great. It was a really nice little experience at Glastonbury. No. <laughs> down anyway um but yeah it was really nice uh so the 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 thing is well you can hear what we talked about with glastonbury and what it was like with no get your hand away from the mouse um and what it was like to play there and how it was loading in etc um because harley lop loaded a chat yeah so anyway this was just on the podcast feed yes i think on YouTube. youtube as well so if you're listening to this live and you don't often listen in post Find yourself a podcast app or and, and download it or go to YouTube. Give it a listen because it's a really good insight as to... We do prefer if you do it on iTunes because then you can give us a, a rating. Of course. And yeah. that does help us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just gives you insight on what it was like for us. We, were, we, we recorded it on the top of the, the hill at Glastonbury looking down over the whole thing. Uh, and we just talked you through it. So I think you might find it quite interesting. But yeah, so came back from that and we had gigs last week. I was straight back into teaching, which is a bit strange. Was it straight in? Well, it was the next day. Wow. Um, because, yeah, we didn't get back until about 2 p.m. on the Monday. And uh, Murray had to go straight back to work at the Maybush. Um, but I uh, had teaching from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, and a little bit on Friday, and then uh, gigging Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's sort of been nonstop ever since. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's been really nice to sort of come back and and, and, and see a bunch of people that, that sort of wanted to know what was what it was like. So I've been sort of talking about it for, like, you know, ages. Um, I'm just calling it it from now on just to avoid. No, 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 Harley. No, I didn't say it. I didn't say Glastonbury. Curses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, we had some great gigs over the weekend. Uh, on the Friday, we at the Museum of East Anglian Life uh, mm-hmm. for their beer festival. It was our first gig back. Um, not going to say it. Uh, and uh, it was, yeah, really nice crowd. Uh, they were absolutely wasted by the time we got there. Good. Um, there was one guy that wouldn't stop. Like, we literally just brought the first bit of gear down there. Mm. Uh, onto the marquee. And he was just like, play Wonderwall. Oh. Like, oh, God. And he would not stop shouting it. So after a while, I just walked up to him. I was like, which one of you keeps making requests? Just like, it's him. Oh, I just really want to hear Wonderwall. I was like, have you had too much, mate? <laughs> I said to his mates, have, have you had too, has he had too much? Is he a liability? <laughs> and they're just looking at me like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I was like, well, shut up. All right. You're not funny. And just walked off and he shut up after that. Oh, good. Um, which is quite fun, actually. I do like actually confronting hecklers because most of the time they've got it real big when and you're quite far away. Yeah. But as soon as you come up close, they don't sit there and go, free bird, at you in the face today. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so that was fun. Uh, Friday night, they were you know absolutely well up for it and very gazeboed, um, as as we were playing out of a gazebo. The problem right. with me playing out of a gazebo, I'm tall. Yeah, you people are. can't see my face because right. my face is in the roof. Of course, yeah, that's it, the thing. I mean, like, yeah, I, I have to like duck down. So I've just to, to make eye contact with people. Something to- Toby found out this weekend or mm-hmm. noticed is that playing in marquees uh, messes with his asthma. Oh, really? I don't know why. Hello. Old one. That's a, con- that's a confusing one. I always figure that. Yeah, speaking of, I mean, at the festival uh, that we were at, which I'm not going to say was, um, Gobel was having some real problems with hay fever, the poor of bloke. Of course, yeah. Because it was so dry and it was so hot that uh, a lot of the dust and, and all the sort of the dead grass was getting up. Mm. And, and I could see it was affecting quite a lot of people, even people that usually don't have it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, the next day, on the Saturday, we were at we-, we had a wedding in Willowmead. Um, well, the house was called Willowmead. Um, nice. And it was in a little place called Cotton. Oh, how's that? We were oh. in your backyard. <laughs> well, in his, in your surname. Um, but yeah, it was a really nice place. Um, just, in, you know, in a garden, in a, in, a, in a marquee, but a really nice marquee. Really easy to do the sound in because... I just they they really do. There's no reflections in marquees. Mm. There's no real sort of horrible dead zony bits where you just get loads of standing waves or anything like that because the material's so thin. The sound just passes through. Yeah, and it's like you're playing in an open field, but with something that actually protects the slap back from coming back at you. Yeah, so it's really good. Um, and uh, there were sort of there were sort of friends of friends. It was uh, our, our old drummer, Ashley Paul. Do you remember Ashley oh, Paul? Oh, yeah. Oz, Aussie Ash, which we miss very dearly because he moved, moved back to Australia after he was in Stratosphere with us. Um, and he used to work for an electrician company, uh, a guy owned by Dick Simmons. And his son um, was getting married, his son Ben and okay. his lady Deanna. And they got married in Tuscany and, and had the, they had the, uh, the reception in near Stowmarket. Oh, right. It was just like, I said to Deanna, she's Canadian. I was like, have you been to a British wedding? She was like, yeah, quite a few. I was like, see, this is quintessential British wedding. Right here. Yeah. Loving it. Um, but yeah, so that was a really nice, nice night. There was, um, yeah, really good mix of people, mix of age groups. So that's where we uh, fare the best. Because if it's like old and young and middle-aged, then you've got the older people are like, oh, I remember these songs from my youth. The middle-aged people go, oh, I remember my grandparents playing this. And mm. the younger people not quite yet there. But then when everybody else is getting up dancing, they go, yeah, all right. And then they get up and realize that they know the tracks because it's all Lockabilly's old 50s stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was fun. There was one absolute nutter who would not stop. Well, because we were, we were just on the grass with with the dancers like yeah. you know right in front of us and she she was the most erratic dancer i have seen in a very long time flailing did did she look like she was going to take someone's eye out yes mostly mine but God. she kept on like i had to i had to play with a foot on the mic stand because she kept on knocking into the mic stand and you know the mic oh, that i use the shore yeah. 55 and it's just full on chrome metal <laughs> you'd feel that yeah and i and i got knocked in the, the teeth about twice oh yeah yeah I and that's that. happened multiple times where i've been like that's ah, broken a tooth oh no thankfully i just drink a lot of calcium i suppose um <laughs> and uh yeah after a while i just said to say that was fun but you are terrifying <laughs> just had to say it to her. I was going, <laughs> in between songs and there's like everybody said and after a while I think the audience got it and they were sort of like sort of circled like. around her just to try and stop her she was almost falling on the stage multiple times um, and you had the classic thing you get in weddings where you've set everything up and all the kids want to play with the double bass yep. or they just want to walk up to the guitars and go ah grab a string like, uh. no um, but there was it, yeah it ended up really nice. It was very wet outside, um, but luckily there was a really good marquee that kept all the water out and the ground didn't get too sodden. So, uh, yeah, it was really nice. good. And then Sunday, 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 I managed to catch so much good music at Ipswich Music Day. I was there from 12. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the people I saw. So I came straight in and watched Connor Adams, a bit Great. of Connor Adams set, because yep. at the same time, Ed Coco was playing. Oh, yeah. At the Ed Sheeran stage. So I went and saw them, um, the band for my uh, solo album. Uh-huh. So check it out. Uh, immediately after that was Horrible Dolphins, who blew me away. They blew the crowd as w- away yeah. as well. They absolutely loved them. Was that the first time you've seen them? That's the first time I've seen them. We've nice. played them on the show yeah. a bunch of times and promoted them, but we've never been able to catch them because it's their, their shows have just been either too far away yeah. uh, or the 
were kind of you know gigging at the same time um so yeah props to them it was really good i got a little badge and everything oh nice mega fan um then i went straight to the grapevine stage to see rob lewis do mostly originals i think he only wow. did one cover that's good. right at the end he actually even asked the crowd he's like do you want me to do a cover or an original and we were all just like original so that was nice it was a good apparently it was a really nice packed out tent was it yeah. that's great absolutely packed out um yeah everybody's sitting down but most people are in the grapevine mm. sort of tent because it's because it's undercover it's, it's it's nice to for a little chill out place yeah um but yeah he did a really good job finished off a of country roads had everybody singing of course so he did great he's played his played his new single one quarter at a time which will be available soon and he's got a video on his facebook page to so check it out yeah. um oh then i went straight to the bbc stage to go watch East Ham Pirates. Whoa! Scourge of the Sea. I absolutely love that set. They they handed out, this is a great little idea, handed out little cardboard pirate hats. Yes. I've kept mine, little memento, but it, it just, it, you know, it covered the crowd and they had just, it, it really did bring an atmosphere to it. Yeah. I think that's quite a good idea just to bring out some kind of little merchy thing, even even like maybe like a beach ball or something like that when you go well, out to you a You should festival. do that with Lockerbillies, but just like have like cardboard quiffs. Cardboard quiff. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Stick on sideburns. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Harder to see though, isn't it? So from there, I intended to go over to the Christchurch Mansion to go see Stella Acapella, which my mum sings in. She's the alto singer in that, in that yep. group. But I couldn't actually get in. It was so packed. Oh, they were queuing out the door to see the acapella music in the mansion. And I was gutted, but also very happy because I knew she had a really good crowd. Good, yeah. Um, and there's been some really good feedback. So well done, mum. But I'm sorry I couldn't see you. I was standing, I was like, for two thirds of the set, I was outside just waiting to get in. Yeah. Um, and I was, after a while, I was like, I've got 10 minutes until it's ended. If I do get in there, I, won't, I wanted to film some stuff so that mm. she could use it, but I wouldn't have gotten a full song. So, yeah, well done, Mum. Awesome. Straight from there, I went to the 102 stage. No, I saw actually before that, I, I went to BBC Suffolk to catch um, Jade Mayjean. Yes. Jay Peters was doing her solo stuff with Hannah Hinchliffe playing saxophone. And also she had Fern Tether doing some backing vocals. Oh, uh, yes. She's nice. Uh, they did a good job. That's uh, the point at which I turned up. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, that's where I saw you because just yeah. after that I saw you. We did, recorded a little bit of an exclusive we thing. We did, yes. We've done a lot of recording yesterday of interviews with various bands. Exactly. So, so yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that up. Then we've got, uh, then I went to see Caswell. She blew my mind. Always. Uh, she did a great set. Um, as well as then went to see Joe G stayed there yeah. watched yeah. the review with Oscar playing guitar it was really good to see him not with a guitar so he could really kind of be a be a front man yes because he had two electric guitarists and he had his acoustic guitar but he put his guitar down to take the lead on a couple of uh, or take acoustic on, on a couple of songs yeah that was really nice yeah he's, he, he had a good stage presence and then finished off the day with Ghosts of Men yeah. At the Edgerian stage, they killed it. They gave me our new Goofadust CDs because Adam Merchant prints with Cram Duplication. Oh, so you brought them to the. Yes, oh, exactly. Then okay. I took them to um, the show we had at Three Ways Monkeys mm-hmm. later on, which Goofadust finished off the day. It was really fun, really loud, very cramped, very sweaty, super packed. Like it was really, really busy, which is really lovely. My parents were blown away by Ghost of Men. They oh, went, yeah. went, on, went on our recommendation and they said they, they were yes, definitely not disappointed. Two piece, just massive noise. I love it. Um, but yeah, we had to finish the gig. Well, we finished the gig, but then we ha- I had to like get on the mic and tell everybody to leave the pub because there was somebody had passed out and then oh. there was a guy starting on people saying, she's dead, she's dead. <laughs> just like, and then, uh, yeah, there wasn't any security. So I had to be on the mic just and they going, everybody leave. And it felt really awkward. Oh, mate. But anyway, but, you know, it was still a really great fun day. People, yeah. it was people just in the game. I don't want to go home yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, well done, Epsilon Music Day. We were very proud to be part of you. Uh, let's play a bit of music now before we get onto the news. Spotify decides it doesn't want to be a distributor after all. <gasps> and over 250 music companies pledged to achieve a 50 50 gender split. Uh, 
thank you uh, to Newtown Kings for that one. That was Reach Out. You can check that out. Anyway, so Spotify got the music business chattering last year. Oh, yeah. When it announced that it was uh, enabling artists to upload their music direct to we their We were platform. chattering, weren't we? We were chattering. That was kind of a beta thing. This mm. feature initially made available to a few hundred acts uh, via the Spotify for Artists uh, dashboard, launched in beta in September 2018. Uh, a month later, Spotify doubled down, revealing that it had acquired a stake in DistroKid. Right. So they've got a share in there. Uh, this was a clear challenge to the likes of TuneCore, Ditto, uh, Amuse and CD Baby, not to mention SoundCloud with Spotify, particularly laying down the gauntlet by declining to charge artists any money for its upload ser- service. Right. So it's That's- free. Uh, which is pretty crazy. Mm. So some in the industry have recently raised suspicions over the fact that this beta reveal came nearly 10 months ago uh, with no set sign uh, of the full product launch. So on July 1st, we learn we're not going to get one. So a week ago, yeah, it was a week ago, Spotify has officially reversed its decision to become a distributor of music, announcing that it's chasing its upload beta program uh, it's closing its uploading beta program for independent artists. So, I mean, this news is a week of week old, yeah. really. So, I mean, why did we miss us? Where were you? Okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay, it's my last time. This is promise. serious news. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> so it is. This is serious news. Okay, um, so Spotify have come out. Um, they, uh, they've said the best way for us to serve artists and labels to focus on our resources on developing tools in areas where Spotify can uniquely benefit them. Blah blah blah. It's words in it. Uh, okay, they're not going to make enough money out of it. Yeah, basically, like Spotify for artists, which more than three hundred thousand creators use to gain new insight into their audience. Close brackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our playlist submission tool. Open brackets which more than 36,000 artists have used to get playlisted for the very first time since it launched a year ago. Have you used any of these? Uh, I have. I've not got any playlists yet, but I'm going to keep... Yeah, I've only used it like once. Yeah. How about the the artist tools? uh, I've used the artist dashboard once or twice. Um, I've seen... Yeah, that was was quite a craze. I could see that, you know, people like um, Underline the Sky and uh, who else? Oh, crikey. I'm trying to think of some other... Anyway... Local bands really mm. used it um, as... Uh, oh, Renegade 12 did. Renegade 12 okay, yeah. posted up, you know, how many subscribers they had in, in mm. their plays and stuff like that. So, yeah, I so thought it was working for those people. Yes. Um, so, yeah, basically Spotify's decision to quit digital distribution comes less than a month after VC-backed company Stem announced uh, plans to retreat from the DIY space as well. Uh, Stem will now close... Uh, Exclu- well, instead exclusively focus on a curated list of artists, shedding its relationship with tens of thousands of DIY acts. So I think this the, the point of this news is, uh, you know, why we want to tell you, is that it's showing that more power is getting put into independent labels and right. curators, um, I think, now. Because Spotify uh, and STEM and sort of these VC-based things uh, are... Uh, retreating from trying to work direct to consumer and they're going to be looking more towards tastemakers like you Mm. know independent records and record labels and independent radio programs which is good that yeah it's not no others are available just i radio yeah um um, for for good music so yeah i don't know it's good and bad it's interesting yeah i think i mean personally from a uh lazy musician's point of view (laughs) Um, laser musician. Anything that means that Plays with lasers. working with yeah, I'm a laser musician. <laughs> That's my sound. Um, yeah, all my beats are straight. Um, okay, I, that's about as far as I got. That's good. Um, like it's the Harley and Josh show. Yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that? I thought it had lasers in it. Oh no, no. I used that on the uh, last week's interview, actually, Ooh. as a as a bridge between the mm. Friday, Thursday, and the Friday. I'd say it's more of a middle eight. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I like the idea of working with a label and having them do all the stuff that they're good at, right. because I'm very much a uh, believer that there are things I'm not good at. So. It's best to get someone who's good at them yeah. to do them than yeah. There's less of- people are less able to do that nowadays mm. uh, when they don't know that you know to their own faults. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Anyway, Harley, what news must you have for us? Um, I don't know. The page is shut. All right, okay, we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So over two hundred and fifty music companies pledged to achieve a fifty-fifty gender split by twenty twenty. Mm. That's only good news. 
It is. It is. Um, so, uh, so the UK's PRS Foundation announced on two uh, on the twenty fifth of June that it's extending its Key Change fifty fifty festival pledge to the wider music business to achieve a better gender balance in the industry. Uh, mm. So the, the Key Change is an initiative led by PRS Foundation, supported by the Creative Europe program of its European Union. And it aims to achieve a 50-50 gender split by 2020, which mm. is, yeah. What, I mean, this is something that I think is quite prevalent in music. A lot of, uh, when you think of producer, yeah, you think men. Yeah. I mean. Sound tech. Yeah. Lighting um, engineer. Yeah. Stage uh, manager. Well, stage manager is a little bit. I think that, yeah. Broader. Um, but then even on a stage, you, you know. The amount of times you'll go, you'll watch a band and go, oh, they've got a girl drummer. And that's a bit of a novelty and it yeah. shouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, because... But yeah, I, I really want to see more uh, female DJs out and about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, female MCs. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, there's a, a lot of the sort of the, um, I don't know, the clipboard jobs often get handed to ladies. I say handed, but you know, they get them themselves, yeah. obviously. But it is kind of like... I don't know, there must be so many jobs like stage management uh, and, uh, I don't know, just sort of general, you know, building stages uh, and getting sort of the right kind of, you know, permits and things like this, Mm. but, you know, hands-on jobs that really should be, women should be sourced for those jobs more often. I think hopefully this is going to happen a bit more. Yeah. Um, There's going to be a lot of education needed though, because I think that there has been a failure in educating um, women that those jobs are, you know, you are just, you are capable to do those jobs just as much as a man is. Mm. Um, you're not, in, you know, there's a lot of the times it's just like, oh, there's there's girl jobs and boy jobs, like Theresa May would say, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it, no. <laughs> there are some things that, you know, blokes can do that women can't, things that women can do that men can't, but I think there's not a lot of that in the music industry. No, no. Really. I mean, there's like, you know, in terms of, you know, strength and stuff, there's a lot of cranks and winches that can do that stuff, you know? I mean, and I mean, yeah, music, in, I would always, I would say in terms of like amps and stuff, they're heavy. They're not like mad heavy. No. And I mean, I always strongly police, if there's anything that's so heavy, I make sure people, it's always a two-man lift. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because it's not worth one person carrying it and all you've got to do is like lose your step and then you do your backing because you put yourself yeah. in a funny position. It's not about whether you can lift it, it's whether you can comfortably lift it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's. we were talking with Alice Birch about this a while back. We were, okay. we were playing with her at Adestral Park mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, it's kind of more practicing what I preach because in the past I've been a chauvinist and been like, no, you're a girl, don't worry about lifting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we'll do that. You just sit there and, you know, I don't know, twiddle your thumbs. <laughs> well, mm. But like, no, no, with Alice, I was just like, okay, I'm going to stop being like that. Um, so, you know, if you want to help carrying stuff, I'm not going to say just go for the, for the light stuff. Mm. She was, so she was going for the bass drums. She was going for the, you know, for the speakers and, yeah. and the amps and stuff like that. She's, you know, not afraid. And it just shows that it's, you know, being a woman doesn't mean being delicate. No, no, um, not at all. No, not at all. So I think, yeah, there's going to be a lot of um, social change that needs to happen before those jobs open up. There's an interesting thing that we've discussed here. We've discussed everything to do with essentially the backstage of things mm. um, and not a lot to do with the actual performance side or the writing side. I there mean, is, that was, that's part of it saying, yeah. that, you know, sort of um, festival lineups need to be 50-50, you know, female and male brands. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it, it's kind of difficult because sometimes there just isn't, exactly 50 50 no no either way i mean there might be more female bands than, than male bands at some points so and, I, don't know. Uh, I i can't remember who it was that i was having a discussion with someone said oh it should uh the uh, that they'd like to see a 50 50 split in something it wasn't music it was something else and i said well yeah but if you've what if you know you you apply for a job um and all the men just happen to be more uh suited for the job more qualified and it's called affirmative action you know and this person said well that's fair enough but if we can get to a point where we can get to 50 50 then it is then by that point a meritocracy Mm -hmm. if we know if we can prove that both men and women can do all the same jobs that we they can and they Mm -hmm. totally can Mm -hmm. and then by that point then if it goes 60 40 one way or the other then that's just 
what's available at the time. It's then then it's picking list, you know. Yes. Um, but until we get to that point, we're, uh, um, you know, we've got let's work towards a slightly yeah. more middle. Ground. It's all education. I think it really is on yeah. uh, on our shoulders as mm. teachers um, to be able to, you know, because I do, do try and do that. I do actually try to do that with my female students and showing them artists and and people in the industry Inspiring. of the same gender of them uh, just to be like look this is a new artist as well don't just teach them deep purple yeah because <laughs> it's you know they they they're not really gigging as much anymore mm. but you know trying to show them uh, you know people that look like them that, that to show them like you know it is possible for you to break through no matter what you look like no matter what, where you, you know how you um, you know, identify all that sort of stuff. It's just hard work and dedication, as Dash and Jones would say. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. let's carry on with the next part. A eh? thing I found report about this morning. Jingle. Oh, Harley. Yes. So. Yes. Is exposure a good currency for bands? Now, this is a very hot topic, considering we've just come from Ipswich UK's music. largest free music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the... Uh, oh, his phone's vibrating yeah. his crotch. Yeah, phone yeah, call. Mate, yeah, uh, mate, yeah, That's fine. I'll call them back. When we finish, it's not <laughs> too important. I think I had a discussion with a photographer. I can't remember his name. He works at Old Jet. Right. Uh, Kezia works with him sometimes. I don't know if you know. Oh, Nick. Him. Nick. Yeah. Um, and he says when he, he does free work all the time, mm-hmm. but he says as long as he can get something out of it. Right. So, so, so he had a client to come to him and go, I've got this idea. I want to do this. And he goes, well, Okay, I want to try out a new technique, uh, and I've wanted a reason to try this thing out. And they go, mm. "Oh well, no, I don't think that'll really work." And he goes, "No, I don't want to do it then." That's fair because then he's then just doing what they want to do, and then if right. he wants to do that, then then they'll right. charge for it. Yeah, um, and I think that's the same kind of thing you can kind of do if we're going to get something out of it. It's it's music day is a great opportunity to meet to reach a lot of people who you wouldn't see otherwise. Um, that is true. But it's also, I mean, I, I enjoy playing Ipswich Music Day, yeah. but I haven't had that many bookings come from it. No. Um, and sometimes I'm looking around Ipswich Music Day sometimes, and I've not got a photographic memory or anything, but mm. a lot of people there, I'm simply going, I don't see you at pub gigs. I don't see no. you at gigs outside of Ipswich Music Day. So is it just because it's free and just because it's easy? But then pub gigs are free. Yeah, exactly, it's, right? But then, uh, but you can't bring your own beers. No, that's And just, true. you know, have paraphernalia on you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I don't know, it's, it's, it's got this kind of, uh, this this thing sometimes where, like, it's sort of weekend warriors. Mm. Uh, you know, people that just be like, oh, I love this music scene on this one day of the year. Um, yeah, but, I think yeah. that's a thing. And I think you'll always have that, but try and fit 40,000 people into <laughs> every pub in Ipswich. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even if you spread them out, you wouldn't do it. I don't think yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's hard. It's, but I, I, you know, because obviously I've had I've had the same thing. But I, I really, you know, only really think about it when it comes to, uh, you know, like what Nick would have said. Mm. Um, you know, well, will I get some bookings out of it? You know, I'll do it if it's an industry, yeah, uh, industry starter based thing, or if it's a festival we haven't played before in a town we've never played before. That's it. Yeah. Um, I still play. I still pay my musicians if we haven't been paid. Mm. I still pay them because it's just that's part of my deal with them. Yeah. Um, but um, it's just you know it's still not kind of on for people asking people to do stuff for free when it's there's no guarantee that you're going to get some work out of it. No, that's a fair enough point. Unless, I say, unless it's an opportunity to do something that you've wanted to do. Like for yeah. me, my goal, I, I'm not playing in any original bands and I've, I've always talked about this. I'm, I, I'm, again, still in the process of writing some stuff and uh, getting some ideas down. But I'd love to play an original band. And I was chatting with Bronwyn and I was like, Look, if, if you ever need a bass player, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm available, mm-hmm. I will do that gig because it would be really cool to play something that's... Not a cover. Mm. I mean, technically, it'll be a cover because I didn't write it. But (laughs) but you know, it's just and do something a bit more genre specific uh, in that regard. That's something that I listen to. Um, So I really, I I, that that would that's the thing for me is the for me, I would do a gig for exposure. No, I wouldn't do a gig for exposure. I'd do a gig for free if I would enjoy the gig. Ah, that. So actually. Exposure 
isn't the currency. Ah, it's the enjoyment. Yeah, it's the satisfaction. Yeah, and I guess it depends. Because, I mean, you know, the Lockerbillies, I do treat it like a job. Mm. Uh, and we go around to very, you know, people pay big dollar for us. Um, and so why should I give that away for free to someone yeah. on my doorstep? So put it into um, context with your original music. I would, I would do it again if it was somewhere outside of my local locale where I wouldn't be bringing people yeah. along with, uh, you know, you know, cause they wouldn't be traveling very far. Um, so yeah, something like that. And it's just, that's just kind of the, the thing cause it's your own music. Nobody asked you to write any music, mm. right? Nobody asked you said, the world needs you to write a song. You specifically, there's enough music there. You're doing it for yourself mm. and for others, but that those others didn't know that they wanted it beforehand yeah. so sometimes there's that thing of like why should we pay an unknown person um but you know whether it's deserved or not is a different conversation mm. but it's that thing of you know i would do it for free if i was going to enjoy it and it was going to be furthering my career um yeah but yeah, you got to get something out of it. But anyway, what do you guys think? Please give us a message. Give us a little comment or whatevs. Uh, Reno and Rome did uh, comment on this. I've got to find the comment now. Um, but which, I, yeah, where is it? Come on, it was quite, exposure pays our way, said no one ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, I like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, because we all get, we all get the, uh, we all get it offered to us it, at some point. Always. But, you know, I think it's most of the time, if somebody says, uses the word exposure, I don't think they actually get what the industry is like. Um, yeah. So yeah, let us know. Let us know. Give us a comment. Uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a like. All that sort of stuff. Um, but Harley, this weekend... What are we doing next week? <sighs> what are you gigging? So, uh, I have only got the one gig, and it is a... I believe... Actually, I've got two gigs. It's a blur. It's a private gig um, on the 13th, doing a wedding, I believe, with uh, the Mementos featuring Tom Guitarthi. Ooh. So that'll be quite nice and fun. And and Toby Houghton on drums as well. Ooh. Nice. So that's going to be a really good gig. Nice yeah. lineup. Um, also, on the f- Sunday, I'm going to be doing sound for Ipswich Guitar, Sh- Ipswich Guitar Show's annual gig. Where's that? Um, it is at Gresham's. Gresham's. Oh. This is a really cool venue. I, I, I popped in to give it a recce the, the other day. The marquee or inside? Uh, in the the in the big marquee kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, amazing building. Uh, they've got an install system that's really nice. Mm-hmm. All QSC hanging top. Um, it's just yeah, really cool place. They've got all the lighting and everything all really installed, uh, and they're looking to get bands in there as well. So if uh, if you're looking for a venue to put on a, put on an event, it's definitely one to hit up. Very nice, Harley. Cool. Well, I am going to be. I'm doing two gigs this weekend. I am at Little Scarlet Festival Ooh, Little on Scarlet. Saturday um, at five o'clock. That's in Tiptree in Essex. Is where the nice. Jam Factory is. Yeah. Walkins and Sons. Uh, and on Sunday, I am going to be at. Bjor's Music Festival, mm-hmm. right, alongside Newtown Kings, we played earlier. Hey. Uh, and we're going to be on at five then, I think, as well. Um, I may also be joining Mr. Phil Jackson from the Rock and Roll Trio. I'm going to be joining them on stage because they're playing um, at Little Scarlet Festival as well. Yeah. But the guitarist can't make it. So I just said to him, hmm, what's on the set? <laughs> and I know them all. So I was just like, ah, oh, that'd be quite a fun little collaboration. Oh, nice. So that'd be quite fun. But anyway, uh, less about what we've been doing. Let's think about the... Giggly. So, Harley, you read the first one, boy. Well, uh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I wish so, I could sample that bit. Uh, <laughs> yummy. So, 8th of July, that's today. today. It's today. Yes. Peter Hepworth is at the Sorrel Horse Pub. Yes, and we're going to play eight. some music by him very shortly. So, if you've got nothing to do tonight, check him out. Yeah, that's Monday for people that are listening to on the podcast. But, uh, so, you missed, missed it, it if you're listening <laughs> in the past. Um, the, like all the ones you're listening if you're listening in the past yeah. <laughs> from weeks before. Uh, Reno and Rome are doing their Something Special video shoot at the Curve Bar in Ipswich on the 11th of July. That is the Thursday. Yeah. Um, at, no, it's not. It is the Thursday, sorry. It's the Thursday at 2 o'clock. It also says 12th of July at 10 o'clock, so I don't really know what that... Maybe it's a... Maybe. Have a look on the Facebook event. Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, yeah, with Reno and Rome. Go on, what have we got next, buddy? So we've got Buzz Music Festival. Buzz. Who's playing there? 
the Lockabillies. Hey, tenth of July at seven o'clock. Well, that's yeah. That's Wednesday that, night up oh, until Sunday night. So, so we're playing on the fourteenth. Whole thing. Whole yeah, whole, whole thing. shebang. Uh, July twelfth, we got the hoax live uh, Battle of the Bands competition for the Ed Sheeran uh, slot. Nice one. Um, it's one of the heats. It's one of the semi-finals. Yes. So that's a cult cafe Friday at seven o'clock. Great. Um, what's next? We we got. July the 13th, Kelton Community Festival. Very nice. I mean, Pink Shed are doing a stage there. They've got Stretch oh, Soul Gang playing. Great. I miss them at Sitch Music Day. Oh, but I mean, yeah, they were great. Um, Polly Haynes was, is going to be playing on the main stage at Kelvin Festival, so that would be really good. Sweet. Um, oh, I, uh, that's my gig. I'm at the Little Scarlet uh, on Saturday, 13th of July at the 5 o'clock at Wilkin and Sons Place there. Nice. Also on the 13th of July, we have Umbra- uh, Umbrella Assassins, Moody Swing, Things, and Banco. That's good. If you like your sort of garage punk. Doesn't say the event. That is at Smokehouse. Thank you. (laughs) Smokehouse, that one. Um, Next, we've got Global Rhythms is on Corn Hill this year. It's not at Christchurch Park. So on the Saturday, it's going to be in the town centre. Awesome. They've got lots of different DJs, reggae choirs, lots of different world music. So it's going to be a good celebration of multiculturalism in Ipswich, um, raising money for it to be back at Christchurch Park next year. So if you do care about the festival, don't be disheartened that it's not at Christchurch Park. Go down to the town centre and support... Like uh, world music, definitely, definitely, because uh, yeah, it's always good there. It's yeah, it always is. good. So yeah, uh, what's on July fourteenth, boy? Fourteenth, we've got Indian Summer Mela in the Mela Mela uh, on the Sunday uh, at Christchurch Park. Yeah, there you go. So that's, so that's what is that? That's, it's know? sort of like a Hindu festival uh, with lots of Bollywood music, uh, lots of live music from uh, from. Uh, people from India and yeah. also you know people the people who are the Indian diaspora that live in Ipswich so it's great. local music and international music so that's going to be awesome. great awesome uh, and July 14th Rob Lewis is hosting Icebreakers where, 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 uh, why did you do it for, for me but not for him it's Icebreakers um, it's the July session Sunday 2.30 at the railway on Vauxhall Road so yeah, there there's we go. loads of good stuff going on this weekend. So many festivals coming up. Yeah, we'll we'll be, be we'll, we'll be reporting on them as they go and as we're playing them. So yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure as per usual. It has been great. It's good to see you. It's, it's nice to be back. Oh, I missed you, didn't I? Oh, so much. Um, but yeah, please keep your eyes peeled on our pages. We're going to be uploading some exclusive content. Yeah, uh, of chats that we've had that you haven't heard on IR Radio. Um, so check over our uh, of our Facebook page, etc. Uh, until next week, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, it's been right. This is uh, Pale Blue Blankets by Peter Hepworth. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>